All right. Hello, sports fans. This is Mick and Brew, and this is the weekly Fallout sports talk show on Woodlands Online. Yeah. Hello. How are What's you up, doing, brother? How are Good you doing this week, man? Always my pleasure. Yeah, brother. Another, another week at doing what we love to do best. They called us back. They called us back. <laughs> Showstopper sent another text message. That's right. That's I love right. it. I love it. So we have, obviously, some really good topics. We're going to talk um, National Football Championship yes. game. We're going to yes. talk, uh, oh my gosh, we got so many highlights today. Yeah, we do. Good and we bad. Do. We do. We have a lot to discuss. NCAA. NCAA. The conclusion of uh, college football. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, like you mentioned, NFL. We got that. We got some baseball. To talk about, and okay. it's not just uh, pitchers and catchers reporting no. to duty. No, it's no, we not. actually got some some good juicy hot topics that's going to come in. So, <laughs> okay. but, uh, but hey, let's get this and show then, started. And of course, at the end, we have oh, of course, this is what happened yeah, on this day exactly. in sports. Yeah, yeah, yes. we always going to have I that. That's a good part. Um, well, dude, let's get started. Let's okay, so um, at the end of the national championship game, right? And I know we'll jump in here and in a little bit. The Tigers. Uh, yes, the Tigers. We knew. We <laughs> predicted the Tigers was going to win. And uh, that was Tell one thing. You. That was one thing. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it, we'll, we'll jump a little bit deeper, you know, yeah. into that later in the show. But uh, I wanted to bring out one of the weekly highlights that I saw. So, you know, at the end of the game, you're watching. You oh see Capetti. You know, excuse me, Confetti. Confetti. Yeah. Confetti. You <laughs> I can, like you, that. Confetti during the game. <laughs> and then after the game, Confetti. So, you got it. you have that dropping down from the oh, ceiling. Yes. You know, I, you love it. It's no different than any championship we've seen. No, of course not. All of a sudden, you notice, as always, you always see former players mm-hmm. that have come through the program to come back and show respect to their teams, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure D. Hops was on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Probably D. Watch, you know, as well. Deshaun Watson oh, yeah, was on, on the sideline. On, on the orange on, side. On, on Clemson sideline. Of course. But then, on LSU, you got a lot of heavy hitters that have come through there, right? You know, you got uh, a player by the name of Jalen Mills. Yes. Right? Which, yes. Uh, we're going to have David Mills on the show yes. uh, later today. Absolutely. Um, and him and I get to talk about that because we'll tell you a story about why that's our favorite player, by oh, the way, okay. in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> but, however, Jalen Mills played at LSU. Uh, also, Landry um, played there as well, yes. Jarvis Landry. Uh, also, a guy by the name of Odell Beckham Jr. OBJ. OBJ That's is right. what he's known around right. the houses across America. Yep. He's out there celebrating, mm-hmm. cheering. Of course. All of a sudden, I see him pull out a big wad of cash out of his pocket. Yeah. Starts counting out 100, mm-hmm. 200, 300, mm-hmm. 400. Bam! Slapping in one player's hand. I'm like, okay. I hope those were seniors. Well, <laughs> you know, it's at first you don't know. It, right? it, it doesn't matter at this point uh, because right, the right. ones that had their hand out taking that cash, their eligibility ended in that's, that moment. That's exactly right. He, he doesn't stop there, Scott. Mm. He goes in the locker room. Mm. Police officer walks by. Yes. He smacks the police officer on his booty. Yes. Just smacked him on his booty. Yes. Currently, right now, I don't know if you know this or not. This actually happened uh, a few hours ago, but they actually have a warrant out for his arrest. I heard that. I read that. For a single assault. ESPN alert. On smacking a police officer's boot. Mm-mm-mm. I believe, you know, I believe it was the left cheek, by the way. Well, you know, that's just a little sensitivity on the police officer. But it's just OBJ. They want to get all up in his grill, and they want to make a big deal about it. They probably want their 15 seconds of fame. But I think, personally, I think it's ridiculous. Okay. Okay. 
I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, that cop looked pretty, pretty mad. Yeah, he did. You know, we uh, I got to watch the highlights of it, and um, you know, if you go to Woodlands online, right? You know, yeah. I'm sure Showstopper will have that on there. Um, hmm. You know, for the ones that are watching now, you're going to get to actually see the footage. And TMZ Sports, of course, was all over of the coverage. Course, of course, <laughs> you know, they're there. So anyway, so that was one of the. The, the 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 unique highlights yep, uh, yep. of the week. Yep, that was crazy. So, and you know what are you gonna do about it? There, there's not much you can do about it. But it is what it happened. Everybody was excited. OBJ was excited, slapping cops on the booty. <laughs> I, I don't condone that, but it, it's not it's not that huge of a big deal. Yes, passing out the money that was a no no. Yes, it was fake dollar bills like Monopoly money. No, no, but it was real. Correct. I know. That yeah, bad. correct. And I mean. It's mm. just him, you know. Yeah. I don't think he can help himself. He's got to be in the spotlight. So, <laughs> so then moving on yeah. now to yes. some depressing news. Yes, the Texans collapse. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, I think this story has probably been beat down, beat up, point fingers pointing at this guy, that guy. Why didn't he do this? Why didn't he do that? Where was Romeo? He looked like he was, you know, sitting on the couch. Watching the game on his TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when the defense was... went, gave up 51, po- 51 points to their seven points in the last uh, three quarters, basically. Yes. So, yeah, that was a um, monstrous uh, I mean, 40, debunk of a football game. 41 unanswered points. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I, I mean, if you would have told me that, hey, Jay, we're going to go up 24-0, mm-hmm. but we're going to be mm-hmm. losing at halftime. <laughs> like I would, you know, I would, I would have said, Scott, you're crazy, because that makes no sense to me. No. You know, now if could we have lost that game? Yeah, you know, twenty four zero is not that huge. Of we a were league. nine point underdogs. Correct. Well, they cover that spread regardless. <laughs> um, but you know, to start the game off, I mean, Ugh. talk about the ball bouncing our way. The Texans have oh never gosh. started this mm-hmm. strong ever in any game, preseason, regular season, no, no. postseason. You know, no. Um, we, we we go right down, right out the gate. Drive, score, stop them. Yep. Block the punt. Yes. And the ball will literally bounces to the left, to the right. We have a player there. One hopper scoop. That was Omenihu, wasn't it? Who came in there? Yes. And knocked it down. And I mean, and just you know, perfect know. play. We're at fourteen zero now. Yeah. Come out, stop them again. I was so excited. We go down. Mm-hmm. Score again. Oh well, no. They stopped us. We punted it. They dropped it. Correct. We recovered. That's at right. The six. Yes. And then easy little Tyreek Hill just drops it. Yeah. What? That yes. was weird. Well, that's my point. <laughs> a lot of weirdness happened. Oh, and the, the balls that they were dropping too. They had a lot Kelsey of drop dropped balls. the first, like a the lot. first two, I think. A lot of drop balls. So, a lot of drop balls. But um, no, Tyreek dropped that was Kelsey. But that was that was tough though. It was. That, tough. that was that was a tough. That was hard game. to watch. You was. I was it, so excited that first quarter. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yes. And then I had to calm down and tell myself, okay, this is the Texans. This is the worst defense. And this is, on the other side of the ball, Patrick Mahomey. Correct. And Correct. that dude does magic no matter he where does. he goes. And he's he healthy. Does. And I, I just mm. – Well, you know, look, we, we can break down the game and do all that. <laughs> Please let know. It's just one of those deals where it's <laughs> – we started. I would have rather just been down forty-one to zero, uh, and then 10-4. do our twenty-four yes. points. At yes. least that way, okay, yes. we didn't quit. Yes, uh, okay. but to have the opposite of that happen. I mean, of course, now 
Because, you know, I've been giving the Cowboys the business. Now all the fans are coming back at me on my social media page, calling my boys the oh first no. quarter champs. Oh, no. You know, um, the first, yeah. you know, people are sending me memes oh of, gosh. you know, it got so bad for the Texans that the Astros coach got fired. Oh, right. I, you I, know, I, it's – Everybody's been seeing everybody, that. Everybody, you know, and I'm just like, that's fine. You know, the roaches all came out. I know. I, I guess the I, haters. The, yeah, of course. But, you know. And it was all Cowboy fans. So the big the big thing moving forward right now is what is going to happen with Bill O'Brien's not going anywhere. I want to make sure everybody knows that, that is perfectly clear. Bill O'Brien is not going anywhere. Yes. Now, does Romeo retire? He's is that just like seventy four years old? I I don't know. I don't know. You know. Um, I'm going to say yes. I, I, I think everybody's still stoned. Uh, oh, of course they are. You know, of course they are. Um, I, I, I think I think Romeo is going to take a break, and it'll probably be for the rest of his life. Somehow, some way, he might be involved in football, but I don't think he's going to be our our defensive coordinator yeah. next year. Um, does Bill O'Brien need an offensive coordinator, or at least someone to call the plays, so he can be concentrating on the you know the twenty thousand foot view and then zoom in when he, he needs, needs to? I I, I think mm-hmm. so. You know, and it's funny. You know, speaking of O'Brien, you know he. You know, I know he hears the critics, right? You know, he hears, you know, he's never aggressive enough. So, you know, let's break that down. You know, it's fourth and one, and he calls timeout, and then he brings out the uh, the field goal team. Now, it was rumored that he actually thought they got the first down. So he calls a play, and one of his coaches gets yep. in the headset and is like, whoa, coach, hold yeah, on. This, this is it's yep. fourth and one, and you're calling this play. Now, I don't know what play it was, but clearly it wasn't a play that you would run on a fourth and one. Are right. you talking about the the punt? No, 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 four? no, 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 no. I'm talking it was it, it was fourth and one. Okay, we were about to go for it, yep. and they called timeout, and then we end up bringing the field goal okay. team out yeah, to okay, go gotcha. up twenty four zero. Gotcha. So that's okay. one thing. Okay, that's when you should have been aggressive, not the you know three or four series later uh, when four it's and four. fourth and four. Yes. you're at your own thirty five, yes. and you go for it. Now let's yes. break that down for a second. I don't mind him going for it there. Mm-hmm. However. Why do you have the guy that, get, that eventually is the, the where the ball snap to go here, then to go here, I, I was, and to go here? I'm thinking, hmm. I thought the same thing. You know? And what I, are you doing? Like, why are you moving that, this that, guy? You've never seen that before. Right. I mean, do you need to read man-to-man or zone when you're just punting? That that was a clear giveaway. Absolutely. And that linebacker ran with him, ran back, ran back, and he was like, I think something's about to happen. And yep. he was the one that made the tackle. Of course. That was smart defense play. If you're going to do that, yeah. go out there, line up like normal, That's right. and then just run it. That's right. You know, so it's we can blame it on the defense coordinator. We can blame it on this and that. I still believe that it starts there. Yep. You know, I'm just decision-making. So, anyway, but – and then, of course, our last topic of uh, the uh, weekly uh, sports highlights. Yes. We can't end this without bringing up one of our guys. Right, one of our guys, and oh this is gosh. this is uh, the the knucklehead crew. Yes, right. So we're yes. gonna, we're pulling up another one of the knuckleheads that are on the I am stupid cruise line. Man, I'm a, I'm a knucklehead. The knucklehead cruise line. The knucklehead, yes. yeah, the knucklehead cruise Go ahead. line. Share it with the folks. Antonio Brown. Oh my god. Mm. Why? Why his, is it his well, his agent Drew Rosenhaus mm-hmm. fired him mm-hmm. today? Yeah. For the ones in TV land that do not know or listening on the radio that do not know who Drew Rosenhaus is, he is a big-time sports agent yep. that will represent anybody. <laughs> anybody. It does not matter uh, 
what kind of trouble you get in. It doesn't yeah. matter how much of a headache you are yeah. to the front office of your respective organization or league that you play in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He will represent you. He's the same guy that when Terrell Owens decided not to show up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a couple mm-hmm. of decades ago and do sit-ups in his, in his yard, Drew Rosenhouse was right there. Yeah. Right there. You know, so it's unfortunate that Antonio Brown has – there's something wrong. So, you know, he, he probably just he, – he needs to get right in his head because there's obviously something wrong there. And then, you know, maybe get a little Jesus in him and then he'll be all right. But he's got to get he's got to get his head fixed, that's for sure. Yeah, that's what Drew said. He said that he needs help. As it, when he fired him, that was yeah. the, uh, the direct quote from Mr. Drew himself. So. Why is it always receivers that seem to be this type of character? Um, well, you know, they, 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 they carried the, the diva tag, Bang. you know, yes. um, I will more than any other position ding, ding, ding. diva tag. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and for whatever reason, some take it a little bit further than most. You said one Terrell Owen. Yes. You know, you know a, a, another one, Randy Moss. Yeah. I mean, Josh Gordon, OBJ. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. can go down the we can go list. down the whole list. Anyway, we're not going to do yes, that. no. Okay. However, uh, but so yes. Antonio, get some help, brother. Yes, come on, man. Come All right, on, man. Let's, come on, let's get it. <laughs> All right, hey. Up next, we will be talking about the Natty. Oh yes, national championship game that took place the other night against yes. LSU and Clemson. Do not leave, or rather, if you do, hurry up real quick. Go to the bathroom. Go get something to drink. You, you come right back. Yeah, they got a little time. Okay. All right. Yes. See you in a second. All right. Perfect. Okay, good. All right. <clears throat> now. So that through. And that. Okay, 13 minutes. All right, good. We're so good. We don't have to spend a ton We're of time. We're good. Because cause we, can, we can knock this out yeah. in, in, the, in the six minutes and Easy. 30 seconds. Easy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. And we're back. The weekly fallout with Mick and Brew. All right, yeah. here we go. So what are we talking about? A little college football, the, baby. Uh, the, the Natty. Last, the, the last game of the season, the national championship. Yes. Against the Tigers versus the Tigers. Correct. LSU against Clemson. That's right. In New Orleans. That's right. And who did you pick? I picked LSU. I did too. I picked LSU. That's right. I I, I picked them. Uh, I felt that they were the, the most dominant team. I've been saying that all year. Yes. And, um, you know, they did what I expected them to do. But my goodness. So we were throwing back texts at the very beginning of that game because it was they were throwing back. They were against each other. They were. I mean, were. Burrow was down inside his like five, mm-hmm. like three times in a row, and it just not not much going on. It, they were punting from the back of the end zone. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy talk. Exactly. It was hard to to flip the field position, you know. And it was funny because you know I was telling the, my buddies I was watching the game with. I was like, you know, they. When Clemson scored, mm-hmm. that actually was good for LSU, in yeah. my personal opinion, because then at that point, they were going to kick off. LSU would get the ball probably around the 25, 30-yard line. Yep. Now, they can open up their playbook. Yep. It's kind of tough to open up your full playbook when you're at you know your own five-yard line, right? Yes. And you're yes. back, because a lot of craziness of could happen of course. Uh, there. But, you know, Joe being Joe, yep. you know, hits, you know, Chase, which, by the way, what a phenomenal receiver. I, oh I've been watching him all year, but for him to ball out the way he did in the biggest, you know, game of the season. He came to play. He was. I mean, I see why he wears number one because yeah. he is that dude. Oh, oh, yeah. And this is the interesting thing, too, is that 
Um, you know, we were talking about last week, the keys of the game for Clemson was just to keep pressure on Burrow, keep pressure on Burrow, and don't let his receivers get behind the D-backs, right? And that's exactly what they did the first quarter. Yep. And, and well, yep. first at least the first three or four mm-hmm. series, right? Yep. And they had them pinned in there, you know, back at, deep into their you know, their side of the field. And then as that started loosening them up, loosening up a little bit, Joe just started picking them off. Bing, yes. Bing, doing what Joe does, yes. right? Yes. This, this kid, man, I tell you what, four hundred and sixty-three yards. And the week before against Oklahoma, he had four hundred eighty-five yards. Yeah. And that was that was anyway. You know the defense correct was much yeah. better than Oklahoma. Oh yeah, I mean, well, you, you got Brent Venables. Uh, is, yes. is is arguably the best defensive coordinator in college football, and for him to confuse everybody mm. that he's done all year, and he tried to do that with Joe, and I mean Joe read right through it. Well, you know? well, at the very first he was rushing three, and he had seven, eight guys dropping back. Correct, and and yep. Joe didn't know what to do. Correct, but then when Joe's eyes started opening up a little bit, That's he was like, point. "Oh, I see. Yeah, I, yes. I get it. I see that little ping." And just start picking them exactly. Apart. Well, and that's you know why he uh, is the the yeah, number one quarterback, the Heisman Trophy winner. Exactly. That's so right. it's why he's going to be the the number one overall mm-hmm. pick mm-hmm. in the draft. But I mean, just a ph- but a phenomenal game. Oh, you know? absolutely. Um, it, it was it was very 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 exciting game. Um, I do think that Clemson, you know, having to play in New Orleans, uh, that was you know a, a little bit of a disadvantage. You know, it's I agree. it's been a while since you've heard the start of a national championship game and you watch the teams run out of the tunnel yep. and to hear the loud boos yes. when Clemson came yes. out, I was like, okay, you know, yeah, yes. this is this is really not a neutral field. Right now. You know, um, but there was a lot of orange there. No, no, it was a, a lot, lot but it was not as much no, as, as that, that gold and purple. Of course. Um, and here's some cool stats just real quick. So you were talking about um, Chase and how Jamar Chase, he, 220 yard, 21 yards, Two TDs, and then we got which we just mentioned his name, Randy Moss's boy, yes. Thaddeus. Yes, I love that name. Yes, what do they call him, Thad? Maybe. Well, he's Thad Mad is yeah. what he is because he went out there and balled out two touchdowns himself. So that was that was interesting. And then again, one of the keys for LSU to beat um, uh, uh, Clemson was to keep Etna to less than 100 yards, and he only added 78. Yeah. So, well, keys were met. Keys were met. They they were met. Now, you know, I will say, you know, I mean, although he did get 15 carries, mm-hmm. um, it, he needed 20. It was well, but, but it was one of those deals where it was like, to me, it seems like both offensive coordinators said we're going down with our guys. Yeah, it was a lot of passes yes. in that game. Yes. Um, Aerial assault. Yeah, I mean, you know, Joe threw 49 balls, right? You yep. know, uh, launched through 37 yeah, passes. Um, you know, so combined, you know, you're looking at about 86 passes yeah, in total. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of balls getting that's thrown in the air. <laughs> you know, a lot of balls. Now, I will say, you know, but 49 completions. Yep. Right? So, yep. you know, well over the 50%, you know, clip. Um, but I, I, I like the fact as being a football fan, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I'm more of an offensive guy than a defensive guy. That was definitely an exciting game. It was awesome. With a lot of uh, big-time plays Yes, uh, made on both sides of the ball. Um, I, I do feel that, you know, LSU defensively were able to basically say, you know, we got more athletes than you. We're tougher than you. Yeah. Even when Clemson receivers called the ball, I mean, you would have a safety come down in the box yeah. and just deliver uh. – Blow there after blow so after many blow. Big hits. Yes. So many big yes. hits. Yes. Yes. My goodness. And uh, I felt that the 
Clemson receivers got a little timid as the game progressed. I agree. To where they were like, I ain't trying to come across this middle coach. <laughs> Send me on a go route. I do not want to be in the Send slot. Send me slot. on a post. Don't put me in the slot. But that six and six yard dig route. Oh my god. Uh, and you know what? That's a business decision. That, that's right. That's and right. you have to make a business decision when when you constantly go and try yeah. to attack that middle. So. Um, very good game. Great game. I enjoyed watching. That was one of the best national championship games I've seen in a long time. Yes. Even Clemson and Alabama a couple years ago. It was, yes. it was better than that. Yes. So yes. I, I just want to say, anybody out there who likes uh, college football, if you didn't see that game, you need to go back and watch it on Netflix or whatever. Right. ESPN. I would, you know, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, I, I do think that this LSU team, I think as we – Progress in our lives. Yep. You know, I think 10 years down the road, we're going to look back and say, wow, you know, that was probably one of the best ever college yes. football teams yes. assembled. And I think we will put them in that same boat with, you know, the 90s of the U yep. and Florida yep. State of yep. the, or USC's with yep. the Reggie Bushes of the yes. world. So, yes. definitely think that these guys. Uh, Vince Young type. For UT, well, gotta mention UT. Yeah, you have to. I don't know. It was a good championship game. Yeah, but that team. What's about the teams? Oh, all right, I'm all saying right. like so, best teams of all time. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm down. With that. There it is. You're right. Okay, all right. So Joe Burrow going to the Bengals. Uh yeah, gonna be a Tiger. <laughs> he's gonna keep that. He's gonna keep, keep that stripes. going. He's gonna keep the stripes. Why not? Why Different not? color. Yeah. He, now he's gonna go to the Tony Tiger stripes. Oh, That's boy. okay though. We don't need Tony. He'll right? have AJ Green though, hopefully. And he'll have he'll have uh, Mixon oh, in the backfield. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, running. That could be exciting. Um, so, we'll yeah, talk about be. that later. We will. We will. <laughs> We're All good. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. Hey guys. So up next, NFL action. Yes. We're gonna talk about the upcoming games. Yes, we are. And Scott and I are gonna make our predictions. So stay tuned. We'll be right You're back. Right. Bam. Want to know where the best spots to dine and relax in the woodlands are? Or what's happening in your favorite fandom? From taste buds to the kingdom of geekdom, Woodlands Online has you covered. Woodlands Online, the place for local takes. Okay, we're back. The weekly fallout with Mick and Brew. All right, and now it's NFL. The big boys. I was just just about to say that. You were? The big boys. We're connected to the server. Do you know how some some of these dudes are like pushing 400 pounds and their head's like the size of a giant watermelon? They have to special order, like... 3% 3% of the NFL, they have to special order their helmets because their heads are so big. Hmm. Just want to look just a little tidbit of information I heard today. <laughs> how do anyway. You, how do you find this information? Oh, it's stupid. You, I don't <laughs> even know where to look for that kind of stuff. I know. It just, <laughs> it just hits you. You got to look deep, deep, deep into okay. the research. Okay. So, anyway, it, it's actually just sprung out at me. I was looking at some stupid stuff. But anyway, stupid NFL stuff. Like, stupid, uh, uh, it doesn't matter. All right, moving on. So, what do we got? First game of the day. At uh, 2.05 Central Time, because we're Central Time. We are. So we talk we Central are. Time. So no football on Saturday. No. This And we're talking about just AFC Championship. That's right. NFC Championship. That's right. All on Sunday. That's right. For a chance to go to the Super Bowl. That is. Yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Yes. yes. I like it. So let's start off <laughs> with the pesky Titans. Like, oh, my. I mean, look at these guys. So. How funny is this that just a few weeks ago we were talking about how the, the uh, Texans sat their starters down, right? Mm-hmm. And they Birth, actually got the playoffs the, to the Titans. the Titans. They needed to win that game. They had to win that game. I have to stop to, you. To get in the I have West. to stop you right now. Okay? So we're just going to call them the X Oilers. I don't even want to call them the Titans anymore. 
You can call them the Titans. I'm going to call them the X-Oilers. Okay. I've made that decision. All right. So the X-Oilers so beat it, the I, Texans two weeks ago, three okay. weeks ago, however long ago it was. Yeah. They birthed their, their, their playoff spot. And, 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 and now they've been on the run. Then they went up <clears throat> to Baltimore yes, and we, said, exactly. Lamar, we go, we going to smack I mean, you upside the head. Already done it. Mm. I mean, we we already know that. We've already talked about that. We already talked about. It. Imagine, so, if the, imagine if the Texans would have gone to Baltimore, and and um and Lamar would have played the same way. Would we have won that game? No, we would have blew it. We forgot a way to blow it. Oh man, I know. So negative sometimes. Lamar would have threw for four hundred yards and five touchdowns. I don't know. He was looking like he had the flu or something. Well, but 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 and the reason why is because of the fact that swipe left. What, what, what they've done <laughs> is that, or is it right? You got. I don't want it. Swipe. Yeah, swipe right. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, get let's get back on point here, Scott. We're cutting tight. Showstopper's yeah, got somewhere to go. I know. All right, get focused. So you got Derrick Henry. Yes. That, where the the Titans finally figured out a way to just get him the ball consistently. You know, we saw spots throughout the season. Right, you know, I mean, he was the NFL leading rusher. Um, you know, he actually won one of my good buddies in our fantasy league, won the championship uh, because they finally started realizing we need to feed this beast. Mm-hmm. You know, this dude is a monster, and I think that he can help us. You know, prevail throughout these playoffs. Was he like six so, three, two hundred and forty pounds? Yeah, all muscle. Yeah, I mean, he is just you know maybe he runs like Eric Dickerson. I mean, he's nasty. My knees just um, and you got him, and then then you, then you have Tannehill. That's been playing phenomenal football. Way over his head. Um, he is, um, you know, doing a great job of leading this team. Yes. Um, you yes. know, with his running, with his passing. Yep. He's actually making great decision makers. And in turn, I think that by cutting his pass attempts down versus when he was more relied on by his own in Miami, yep. you know, him throwing the ball 20 times a game, 25 mm-hmm. times a game, that's a great number for him. That's a great spot to be in. Yep. Uh, QB wise, because he's actually been very accurate. He has been. Um, he's been doing a great job of using the play clock, and because of the way the defense has been playing for the Titans, they have not had Lights to get out. out of their game plan of feed the beast, feed the beast, feed the beast, bootleg Tannehill, yep. run a throw. And Tannehill's been very. Not, I think he's actually living up to what people thought he was going to be when he went to Miami. But obviously that game plan wasn't good for him. So when he came to Tennessee, that game plan was actually better built for him. And now with Derrick Henry running the ball like 100 times a game, uh, I, I'm Correct. exaggerating, Correct. obviously. But that dude, if you're not stopping him, just keep feeding him, just like yeah. they did with Earl Campbell. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. keep feeding and, him and, the ball. And, and and you know, and Tannehill, you know, he came in as the backup. Know. You know, they, they had Mariota start the season off sluggish. Um, and they made the change. And, I mean, look how great things have been. Mariota has been sluggish since he got there. I, I would start agree. The season sluggish. I, I continued would, on where he I, was. I, I would agree. However, they did go get a big win against the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, you're right. You're you're right with Mariota. Well, I know. So you know. Ooh, so the there's there's that. <laughs> anyway, so now <laughs> the Titans, and then of course we we don't have to go and relive against the Chiefs. We've already talked about that enough, but. You know, we know how they got to where they are, you know, the first round by and then beating the Texans. Yeah, steamrolled the Texans. But, um, and, and, and now you have a unique situation with those guys because, you know, remember last year, AFC Championship mm-hmm. game, they had the game won. Mm-hmm. Brady throws a pick. Mm-hmm. They think we won. Of course. Then all of a sudden, offensive, offensive uh, I mean, excuse me, defensive offsides yep. by the DN. He lined up in the neutral zone. Hello. You can't give the GOAT another, yep. another life. And you saw what Tom did, yes. what he does best. 
Tommy Goat. Drill, drill, drill. Touchdown. They go on to the Super Bowl. Kansas City was right there. So, yep. two great parallel stories in contrast of a team that's been playing playoff football yep. since, you know, week 15, week yep. 16 with the yep. Titans. Yep. And then you have the Chiefs that are right back where they were last year, and they want to be able to finish this story and actually get to the Super Bowl. Okay. So, Chiefs, ex-Oilers, how you feeling? The Chiefs are going to have to get the Titans out of their game plan. They're going to have to score. And, um, you know, what they're doing over there, like I said, defensively, is just, it's amazing. They've confused, um, you know, a lot of good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the GOAT, we, we talk, you know, talked about that. Lamar Jackson, like you said. Um, so now you got you got Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the Chiefs receivers, they're, they're pretty much saying – they're already talking in social media. They're the media, yeah. social media. They're talking to ESPN. They're letting the Titans DBs know that y'all can't guard us. No. <laughs> Tyreek, Kelsey. Tyreek, Kelsey, Kelsey, Tyreek. Yeah. Bing, ding, ding, ding. And, and then and, you also have Sammy Watkins. And Sammy Watkins. You know, I mean, like you, you have guys. I mean, you have Williams coming out of the backfield. They can also catch balls. You remember he caught the first touchdown yep. pass against the Texans. That's right. To get them off the snot. So, um, but – you know, I, I do think that it's going to be tough uh, to beat the Chiefs at home. I agree. Um, I, I feel that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big momentum shift guy, too. Uh, if the Chiefs would have just jumped on the Texans and just kind of won that game easy yeah, peasy. They did. I, I would have. Well, <laughs> they ended up. But, but, but I meant in that sense of, like, start from finish, meaning that if they just jumped out 40 to zero, right, or if they if they were up. 24-0 and never lost the lead. I would be picking the Titans to win the game because But you're not. Because they would not have been tested, right? <laughs> However, the fact that the Chiefs have already I've, you know kind of so. weathered that storm because yeah. it, like it's, it's like the NCAA tournament as well. Every team that's won a championship, they've gotten lucky in one of those games where yeah. it's like, "Oh, they could have lost right there, but yeah. this happened." The Chiefs have already had that but. And so Sounds like you're saying Chiefs. Well, that's what I'm. Yes, I was getting to that. They're basically <laughs> trying to, to give you my my total, you know, uh, sports options on that, so you can kind of have good detail of why I'm picking the Chiefs, not just because I'm picking them because the Titans are the Titans. If the Chiefs can't stop Derrick Henry, and Tannehill goes for like twelve for fifteen. And receptions and has a bunch of yards in the air with big plays. I think the Titans have a good, excuse me, ex Oilers have a good chance of pulling it out. However, I think trying to beat Patrick Mahomes and his little crew and trying to get through that defense is going to be very difficult. So I'm going to agree with you. Okay. And say the Chiefs are going to win this game. Okay. I think it's going to be close or it's going to be a complete blowout. Okay. And the Titans may just. Show up and blow up. I mean the Exorcist. Well, <laughs> I feel that the Chiefs are are, are are the much better team in this, and I, I think I think they're going to show it. I agree. I do too. However, I, I do think it's going to be a close game. All right. Okay. So now we can move on to the NFC. Five forty Central Time. Five forty Central Time. Packers. Forty ers NFC Championship game. Yes. 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 With um, the Greek Prince Hector. 
over there for the 49ers, Garoppolo. Okay. He looks like Hector from the movie Troy. Anyway. All right. So, G, you, got Jim, really. you got Jimmy he looks G. Very, he's very Greek, obviously. You got Jimmy G. Yes. You got Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yes. And, I mean, definitely um, two big-time teams. Yes. Uh, you got two big-time quarterbacks. Yes. You know, um, Jimmy G is actually proven to be, you know, who – they say that he was supposed to be. That's right. Right? He wasn't, you know, uh, just a backup to Tom Brady. That's right. Right? You know, a lot of a lot of those guys hadn't, you know, after they left, they hadn't always been successful. Uh, but Jimmy G is one that has actually prevailing to be uh, a really, really, really good, you know, quarterback in the NFL. That's an interesting dynamic. You know, you go from the coaches that have um, coached under Bill uh, Belichick, and most of them haven't been really good. And the quarterbacks that have been behind Tom Brady, and most of them haven't been very good. Only a few here and there, if if at all. That's is that a coincidence, or is that just the way the cookie crumbled? Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't agree with you about the coaches. I actually think that they've been very successful. I mean, matter of fact, you got one that's the head coach of the Titans now in, in Brable. I mean, he was, you know, once upon a time the D coordinator. Um, at um, New England, and he started out as just a linebackers coach. Yep, you know there. So uh, this you know, year he has done well. I yes, will say that. yeah, you know, um, you know, and and I know how we feel about you know Cromel, but once again, that's still another protege that he's not terrible. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel that if he could make the decision that he wanted to make, in essence, of the personnel on the team, I think he would be better off. I think he kind of got dealt. A shorthand. I mean, I promise you, he didn't want Clowney to get oh, traded. I know, I know. Okay, so we won't go down that route. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't even say that. So, okay, so, and what's interesting about Aaron Rodgers and the, the Packers right now is, I mean, they have been literally toughing out all of their games. They have. And if, if they're going to bring some pain to the 49ers, I think the 49ers might have a little bit of trouble with the Packers. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, they're both 13-3. and three. They both had great seasons. Yep. Um, that last week of the, of the regular season even came down. If 49ers would have lost to the Seahawks, Green Bay would have been God, the number one what a seed. Good game, yeah. You know, um, and uh, the 49ers would have slid all the way to like the fifth seed. Yep. Uh, so they could actually would have met last weekend yep. in Green Bay. So, um, you know, two, two similar teams uh, in essence of both defenses are playing well. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to watch this game because. If this game was in Green Bay, say the Packers were the number one seed, mm-hmm. I don't know how much exciting I would have been because 49ers are the younger upcoming team, mm-hmm. Packers a little bit more of the veteran. So I kind of like the fact that it, the playing field seems to be a little bit more even with uh, the less experienced team getting the chance to play at home. Yeah. Well, they do have the uh, 49ers, a 71.9% winning chance over the 28.1% for the Packers. So Yeah. Well, I mean, they're – they're they're seven and a half, you know, point favorites. Yeah, you know, in in that game, um, and so, you know, I, I don't know how Vegas comes up with that stuff uh, to determine, you know, how they, you know, see that, right? Yep. yep. However, I, I know that uh, <laughs> there's a lot of billionaires in Vegas. Yes, there are. <laughs> so, you know, they uh, they must be doing something right there yeah. with their with their projections. However, what would be very interesting is because you know they're friends would be if Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes do make it to the Super Bowl, I wonder what their next State Farm commercial would look like. Mm. Because you know they are friends. 
They are. And they even tell their agents they that are. they're friends. I said Stay Farm is rooting for that. Oh, absolutely. Stay Farm's rooting for that. Oh, man. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers' agent, he ain't rooting for that. For the for both of them to be in there? Well, no, not technically, because it's going to ruin his commercials for moving on. Uh, he's not, he's not, he's not going to have anything to say because Mahomie, they're not going to like each other. They're not going to be friends anymore. Oh, one beats the other one. Yeah, well, I think it's a little bit different on the pro level. <laughs> I wouldn't be shot, you know. I, I even heard, you know, uh, just riding over here, listening to sports radio. Uh, they, they, they were talking about when, um, you know, before the 1993 Game Four, the NBA Finals, that Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan went and played a couple of rounds of golf, like right before the game. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, the pros are a little bit different. But but, but getting back to you know just the teams competing on yes. the field, I, yes. I, I I honestly uh, feel that. The running games are equal. You know, neither team have, in my opinion, a big-time running back. You know, yep. I, I like Aaron Jones. I think he's a good back for the Packers. Yep. Um, and, you know, I, I like the, the the trio of backs that they have, um, you know, in San Francisco. But mm. but it's no, it's no Derrick Henry's no. Is, is, is the point that I'm making no. with that team, with no. either one of the teams. So it's going to be, once again, the air assault. And you got Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Right, you know, you got Manuel Sanders, you got mm-hmm. Jimmy G. I mean, mm-hmm. those are big names. Those are big-time mm-hmm. playmakers. Um, but I, I will say that the edge of defense, I, I would have to give it to the 49ers. I mean, you know, Richard Sherman, oh. he, he looks like he's still in Seattle. Oh. He looks like the same Sherm to me that we saw when it was the Legion of Boom out there with the, with the Seahawks. And Bosa's a beast, man. Yes. I, I, I don't yes. care what anybody says. That yes. dude is bad to the bone. He is. And he's going to be coming. Yes. He is going to be coming. You're, you're, he's going to be screaming the whole way in there. Here, here I come. Yeah. No. And yep. uh, if the offensive line doesn't pick up Mm-mm. that, Mm-mm. it could be a long day for, <laughs> for, for Mr. Rogers. <laughs> so, <laughs> in his neighborhood. Oh, no, yes. he won't even be in his neighborhood. Oh, be. no. He's going to be in the hood. That sucks. Yes. Anyway, so, all right. So, um, how else do you feel about the Packers and the 49ers, sir? I mean, that's that's pretty much all I have in essence of, um, you know, the gamesmanship that can take place and uh, the different adjustments that need to be made. I mean, I don't know if the 49ers defensively can show Aaron Rodgers anything that he hadn't already seen, you know. So um, it, it, it's going to be really just come down to execution. Which, that's right. You know. If um, Jimmy G is consistent, they have a really, really good chance of whooping up on the Packers. They do. They do. Now, the Packers could potentially show Jimmy G some things that oh, he yeah. hasn't seen, right? Oh, because yeah. that gets to the whole other sure side of, of him, you know, yep. being, you know, young and yep. kind of first time getting to be, Ooh. you know, in the spot. Yeah. He's going to have the butterfly. He's going to have it. He's definitely going to have it. So, uh, I'm, I'm, this one's going to be interesting. So, yep. I'm going to go against the odd makers. Yes. And I'm going to actually pit the, the Packers, the, yes. the upset, the 49ers. Nice. In this. I, I, I think it's going to be the Pack and the Chiefs. I think. It's going to be the State Farm Super Bowl. Uh, you know what? I'm going to roll with you on that. Oh! I think so, too. Okay. I really do. I do think. And, and I'm a little partial to Aaron Rodgers, even though I do like Jimmy G. I like what he's doing. I like how he's played this year. But Aaron Rodgers is the veteran. He's going to come in there with, with so much under his belt, knowing and his belt. You know, There it is. Discount right, double check. That's right. He's going, to come, he's going to come so much under his belt that he's going to – He's going to control the game. He's yep. going to control the tempo of the game. Uh, he's going to stay on the field a lot. A lot. He's going to score quite a bit. So, 
I'll agree with you. I'm, I'm going to go with the Packs, too. Right. So we agree on both games. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Like well, it's going to be a fun Sunday. I can't wait to, <coughs> to, get, to go to church, right. get, get all my honeydews out yes. the way. And then I'm going to tell everybody to just leave me alone. Yes. And let me just watch these games. That's right. So I'm excited. That's awesome. All right, good. Wait. Up next, guys, uh, we have a special guest in the house, Scott. Yes, we do. We got David Mills. Uh CEO, chairman of the Kaylee Mills Foundation. And he's going to talk to us about that. He is going to talk to us about it. I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm excited to have him come on. Me and, too. And uh, we look forward to uh, talking to David a little bit more about the upcoming events that, that the, the charity has. You know, they have tons of events. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, I, I got to be a part of the golf, uh, the, the golf tournament, which yep. is fun. David let me ride around the golf cart with him. That was so fun. I got to be on a commercial. I don't know if you saw the commercial or not. I saw the commercial. I actually hit a hole in one per the commercial. Yes. Per the commercial. Because I know you didn't hit no hole in one. No. <laughs> Let, let's just say that it was some movie I've magic. i a few times, okay. brother. You didn't get no hole in one. Let's just say it was some movie magic in there. So, got to do that. Of course, you and I got to MC together. That's right. That's the, right. The, the last the 5K. Run. That's right. Bubble run. That's right. Right. That's where Woodlands Online found us. Oh That's where God. Showstopper found us. That's what he said. Who are those guys? Who's those guys? They're pretty funny. He's like, who do they work for? That's right. I think Showstopper thought we already worked for the mothership. Or we were either like just two comedians. More like commodians. But anyway. Well, he didn't think that. But here we are. You know, know, we hope you're enjoying talented. it. So <laughs> we're going to take a break right now. So right back with Mick and Brew with the weekly Fallout Sports Talk. Woodlands Online is committed to serving our local community. From news and events coverage to shows and blogs, everything we do is hyper-local. Woodlands Online. By the Woodlands. For the Woodlands. All right. We are back um, with Mick and Brew and D, man. Mills. Yeah. And we are going to talk about, well, Dave's going to talk about um, this awesome function that's coming up and a little bit about the foundation. And so, um, David, tell us a little bit about... Just your, well, well, first of all, David, oh, welcome uh, to the show. Yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah, let me... Thanks, Mick. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, bro. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> as, you, as you see that, you know, I have a little bit more, you know, niceness inside of me. Uh, I just I, 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 I wanted wanted to, anyway. Well, I just wanted to welcome onto the show. Thank you for coming. Thanks, David. I know how busy you are. I'll give you a hug. See, Thanks, that's guys. how you're supposed to do it, Scott. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So now to the business part uh, after the pleasure part. Thank you. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, the Kaylee Mills Foundation and what it represents. And um, talk, let's talk about the next little function that we got going on. Yeah. So I'm sure some of you guys out there, or most of you guys out there, have seen this uh, decal on cars driving around the woodland spring all over Houston, uh, all over Texas. And uh, what this is, is this is a seatbelt awareness ribbon that we created um, in the wake of our daughter's death. Our 16-year-old our daughter, Kaylee, uh, was killed in a car crash uh, just a few blocks from, from our home in spring. And uh, she had removed her seatbelt just a few seconds before the crash. Now, she was only going a mile away. She was riding in the car with some other teenagers. She uh, unbuckled her seatbelt to slide over in the back seat to take a selfie. Uh, it was Halloween weekend. She was in her costume. Um, they were all in their costumes. She wanted to get a, a selfie of them in their costume. So she unbuckled, slide over in the back seat, and she took the photo. And a few seconds later, the driver went off the road and crashed, and um, she was ejected. And she died instantly. And, and the other kids that were in the car walked away with no injuries. And so 
we, we know that our daughter would still be here today if she had her seatbelt on. And um, in doing our, our research on, you know, trying to make sense of this and, and, and finding out how, how often this happens, uh, car crashes are the leading cause of death in this country for people ages 1 through 54. And over uh, 60% of those were not wearing their seatbelts. And so uh, as parents that have gone through this tragedy, I can tell you it's, it's a pain that we don't want anybody else to have to go through. And if it's something that uh, if there's something we can do to prevent another family from having to go through the horrible pain that we've gone through, that we're going through every day, uh, then we're we're all on board because you don't wish this on your worst enemy. Of course and, not. And um, and so uh, in planning our funeral, we we wanted to use a, uh, uh, some kind of awareness ribbon. So we did our homework. We, we looked for one. It seems like there's an awareness ribbon for everything, right? Uh, but there wasn't one for what's what's the leading cause of death in this country, and that just really shocked me. So we. We created one. Uh, this is the seatbelt awareness ribbon that's used by the state of Texas. It's used by uh, the state of uh, Kansas. There's some other uh, organizations all over the country that use this to promote seatbelt awareness. And um, so a little bit about the organization. Yeah. We help families that have gone through the tragedy of losing a loved one. Mm. This camp, this it started out as a campaign to raise awareness and to save lives. Uh, but with all the support that we got from the Woodlands community, from uh, spraying all over Houston, uh, all over the state, and all over the world, uh, we decided, what what are we going to do with the money? Yeah. You know? So, David, so tell us, how many years has uh, the foundation been in existence? A little over two years. Okay. And, yeah. and how many families do you think y'all have helped? Well, we have a program called Kaylee's Angels. And uh, Kaylee's Angels is a, is a program where we help those families. And we've got over 20 uh, families that we have helped financially. Uh, whether that's paying for funerals, uh, grief counseling, which was a huge part of our uh, recovery, so mm -hmm. to speak. And, mm -hmm. and um, we know how important that is. And we also have the, the Kaylee Mills Scholarship, which is a $20,000 scholarship that uh, last year was for a student that had lost a family member in a car crash. And this mm -hmm. year, and moving forward, what we're going to do is it's going to be a, a contest. So seniors, uh Go to KayleeMillsFoundation.org and you can check out our scholarship program. Uh, start a campaign of your own at your school and your community. Uh, we're gonna uh, everybody that does this is gonna get something, okay? But the grand prize is gonna be a twenty thousand dollars scholarship. So wow. that's fantastic. Um, that is that's amazing. So and, so y'all doing? That. And that actually kind of leads into what's happening in a couple weeks. Yes. So. Uh, Mick and Brew were were a huge <laughs> huge part of our last event, and, and you know another right tournament. Time. I mean, it's it's uh these guys right here did such a phenomenal job with our our seatbelt challenge event, which we held at our Buckle Up for Kaylee Bubble Run to 5K that we do every year. Um, we do it right here in the woodlands uh, at Gullo Park, and um, so what the seatbelt challenge is is basically. Uh, uh, unbuckling and buckling your seatbelt, rotating all seat positions uh, as fast as you can, and we time it. We got some great announcers that keep the crowd engaged and and uh, <laughs> keep the event rolling. Um, and and we give away prizes to pretty much everybody who participates. And, and the fastest times that those teams get the best prizes. But what we got coming up is the students have now started reaching out to us, which is really cool. In the beginning, we were reaching out to schools. You know, I would speak at high schools, and we would do seatbelt checks at high schools and things like that. And now we're starting to get a lot of schools reaching out to us, wanting us to come. And what Lake Creek High School did was their students got together and decided they wanted to uh, do a color run, kind of like what we did in the Woodlands. And 
uh, donate all the proceeds to the foundation. Mm. Wow. So awesome. And kids organize this. Wow. Kids are organizing That's this. That's so awesome. To man. raise awareness That's for so seatbelts. Awesome. That's so yes. awesome. Yes. Man, that, I mean, David, the fact that, you know, the awareness has gotten just so big, right? And, and yep. you know, you and I have talked, David, you know, multiple times offline about how we've seen people all over the world mm-hmm. posting pictures, you know, so, you know, like, like seeing this just on, you know, not only cars, but on buildings yes. and just all over. But, you know, now that the students mm-hmm. are now wanting to take control and they're, they're wanting to be intimately involved to the point to where they're organizing their own thing. I mean, that's just amazing, it's amazing. To, 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 to hear and, and, and see this stuff. And so rather than us going and finding volunteers sure. uh, to do these events, all, all we're doing is showing up and training the students on how to conduct these themselves because peer-to-peer uh, is the best way to sure. change behavior among, wow. among our youth. So, you know, getting them getting them to interact with each other right. and letting, letting each other know that, that they care about each other, you know, because this is, you know, no matter what the cause of the crash is, it could be drinking and driving it could be texting and driving it could mm. be your fault or their fault it, front seat back seat first first thing you got to do is you got to put your seatbelt on when yeah. you're in the car yeah yeah and yeah. so uh we got to get back to the basics sometimes um all of those things are important distracted driving uh drinking and driving those are those are all important topics but let's get back to the basics and and uh let's make sure that everybody in the car always has their seatbelt yes on. so Dave, for, so for this 5k run that's coming up because Last one was really fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm expecting the foundation to put out the same amount of energy and especially bubbles. Mm-hmm. Like, please tell me <laughs> we're going to have a lot of bubbles. So that was not the original intent of the – they wanted to do a color run, you know, oh, okay. with, with the color powder. But, okay. I said, but I said, you know what, how about I bring the Kaylee Mills Foundation truck? How yeah. about I bring Mick and Brew? And let's do a seatbelt challenge. Yeah. Yes. And how about I bring the bubble machine? Yes. And let's fill up this start line with mountains and mountains of bubbles for these kids to run through while they're, you know, we're going to do a countdown. These guys MC not just the seatbelt challenge, but the event itself. So we're going to have our DJ, Michael Ballard, come out. Okay. Oh, nice. He's going to set up the sound system. I mean, we're... We were so touched by this that we were like, all right, we're going to go all in and make sure that these students know that we're behind them 100%. That's amazing. That's because great. they're behind us. That, that, no, that's great, you man. That, that's great. And I, I I know, you know, every event that y'all have done has been, you know, first class. Yep. Um, and, 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 you know, I don't expect anything, you know, less than that, you know, from you guys. So, you know, just really, really excited. Thanks for letting us be a part of it again yes, as absolutely. well. And them saying. Yeah. And so January 25th. January twenty fifth. That's that's not too far off. It's a little over a week away, <clears> guys. So January twenty fifth at Lake Creek High School in Montgomery. Okay, and it starts. The gates open at nine thirty. Mm-hmm. The actual colors are flung at ten thirty. Yep, and that's when the run begins. Yep. So between nine thirty and ten thirty, we'll be doing the seatbelt challenge. That's right. So we'll be doing that. Yeah, we'll do a little mini red car red carpet event. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's yep. right. Talking to people, and getting then them excited. People are gonna uh, donate. The the kids are gonna raise money. Give all those funds to the foundation so the foundation can use as needed for what it's doing and, and what and how it's growing. And, you know, give give the glory to God for, for what he's all done for the Mills family. And, and, and even though he's got that angel up there, he's got Kaylee up there, that angel looking down on y'all. He's he's provided a bunch of angels for you guys here that are helping you. Uh, Absolutely. God's opened so. so many doors for us. And when you put your, you know, when you put all your trust and your faith in, in the Lord, it's amazing what what 
kind of doors he can open. Yeah, for thanks, you, so, Jesus. I appreciate that. You That's know, awesome. And I, I you know, also mm-hmm. want to, you know, remind people that our organization is 100% volunteer. We've got over 300 volunteers registered. If you're interested That's in volunteering, awesome. please go to our found uh, our our Facebook page or yes. our website. Uh, and sign up as a volunteer and get involved. You know, yeah. if you want to do your own campaign, these things are free, guys. Reach out to us. I'll send you as many of these as you want to give out to your friends and family because all it takes is a single uh, conversation, just a conversation. Yep. Yep. And, and keep that conversation going because you never know whose life it could save. Yeah, that's Love awesome. It. That's Love awesome. It. Well, David, man, thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Man, we, we look forward to the 25th. It's going to be great. Yeah, to hang out with you again, man. And, uh, you know, conduct help rather conduct another uh, powder and bubble room with mm-hmm. you, man. So bubbles. I'm very excited. Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great, David. Thanks so much, brother. Thank you. Great seeing you All again. Right. Thanks, Jay. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you, brother. We'll see you in about eight days. Eight days. That's right. <laughs> see right. you guys in eight That's days. That's right. Be yeah. there. <laughs> Thanks, All right, guys. Hey, so up next, we're gonna talk a little bit about baseball before we close the show. That's right. And um, we'll see you all here in a few. Yep. We'll be back. Awesome. Cool. Thanks. As much as we might try, nobody can be everywhere all the time. That's why at Woodlands Online, we're committed to producing quality video coverage of local news, events, sports, and everything else you don't want to miss. Woodlands Online, your window into the Woodlands. Yeah. I like it. Hey, hey. We're we're back. We're back. (laughs) That's awesome. I know. So, back to the fallout. Mick Brew. Uh, the weekly fallout, yes. and uh, I'm excited about this next time. Actually, I'm excited about talking about it, but I'm not excited about the actual topic. It's Correct. Like, I mean, so let's make sure that we're major, totally clear on that. major, major, major uh, cheating yeah. allegations in Major League Baseball. Allegations? They no. Uh, well, they, I just you they're know guilty. They, Innocence <laughs> well, are like, proven okay. guilty. They've been proven guilty. That's oh my fair. gosh! Uh, I mean, five million dollars worth of guilt is it's one suspension of, those of the head coach and the GM guilt. So, for the ones they don't know, what, what, <laughs> what don't what's know, happened you is um, you know the the Astros as well but, as the Red Sox uh, yes. were actually um, ratted out by the former pitching coach for the Astros yep. of. How the players were stealing the pitching signs. So in the 2017 World Series, when yes. the Astros went nuts, bonkers, mm-hmm. they actually knew what pitch was coming just by the, beating on on trash cans. Just say the the 17 season. I mean, they they were doing it. Well, fair enough. It's uh, unfortunate, yes. but we're going to deliver the news here. Yes, okay? it's unfortunate. Yes. So uh, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, and so not only did the Red Sox, excuse me, the Astros in 2017, but then you had the Red Sox in 2018. Mm-hmm. And, and you got a lot of upset people. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, primarily the New York Yankees mm-hmm. as well as the Los Angeles Dodgers oh, because yeah. they both were, you know, put up against it in the ALCS and the NLCS. They were victims. They were victims. You know, uh, you know, and it was funny because I, I do remember watching CC Sabathia just get ripped. I mean, I was like, man, uh, yeah, yeah, like CC, have you dropped off that much? And now we know when sure. they're beating on those cans. So I guess two hard hits was what was it? A fastball. One hit was a curve. Yeah, and I'm sure they mixed it up a little bit too um, on how they or what they were doing. So the the, the interesting thing about that was. Um, they also were basically 
not only giving signs out to the players, but now there's even more news that they had little uh, diodes hooked to them and they were being zapped. Um, now this, and a matter of fact, I don't even want to talk about that because that, that's a rumor until it's proved yeah. factual. We're not going to go there. And, and, and we we're going to be talking about this topic, I'm sure, over the next couple of weeks, at least. Um, so you know, the result of all this. It's more and more unfolds. Yes. So the result of this, A.J. Hinch. Gone. Gone. Jeff Luno. Gone. Gone. General manager of the Astros. Yes. And, of course, the awesome head coach that all the players loved, A.J. Hinch. Gone, right? And then, uh, and then, um... You have Cora over yes. at the Red Sox. The manager of the Red Sox. Gone. That's Corey's gone. And then as a player who was part of the the kind of the ringleaders with Cora, Beltran over at the Mets, gone. gone. He never got the manager one game. He didn't even get the manager practice. No. <laughs> he did not. He, he was hired and then fired. And he wasn't even fined or nothing. I mean, nothing's been done with no. him. He just, he and, said. And, mm. and it's funny that it, all that's happening to those guys, but nothing's happening to the players. Mm-mm. But well, that was what the players' union was saying: is that hey, look, we're you're the 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 major league. You're going to take care of this, but you're going to leave the players alone because they were being directed to do this yes. by you know. And Beltran's yes. no longer a player anymore, right? Yes. He's a coach, so they were being directed by these guys and being told this is what's going to happen, and we're going to beat the drum or beat the can here yeah. and do this. And so they kind of let them slide on that. And there's going to be some other things that are going to definitely come out of this. This is going to be like the flake gate for oh, New yes. England. Oh, yes. right? and, but, but they but I think, guilty as New but, England. But I think this is going to be – this is on it, a whole other level. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be it's nasty because you got multiple organizations Absolutely. that were a part of this. Um, and, you know, as I was pulling in, you know, saw across my feed that – you know, now Altuve's already started to get hit. People are that's, asking him. That's, so now they're starting to come. That's right. Question the players. It's going to be interesting with spring just being right around the corner when the players got a report and they the cameras are, are, are in their face. Players are just going to keep their mouth shut, say, look, it happened, whatever, and they found out they, the allegations they thought were true. They they put the penalty down. We had to pay $5 million. Our coach and our GM's gone. Um, and, you know, we're just going to have to move forward. Yeah. So just that, that's all I got to say. I can do. Yeah. Well, uh, like I said, I look forward to us discussing this a little bit more as right. uh, this storyline continues right. to unfold, um, and I, I can't wait to see the the, the fallout. Uh, that's <laughs> nice. One good thing about this whole deal is that um, uh, they did they did sign Springer. It's it's reported they signed Springer for twenty million a year for one more year. See how things go this year with everything. So it is reported that they did; okay. they are keeping Springer for another year, which that's a good thing. Okay. Well, so. we'll see if he can hit the ball without knowing what's coming his way. You know, because honestly, I, I, I'm disgusted by seeing I, this. I, I, am too. Um, I am too. You know, you go back to, you know, the Kyle Ripkins of the world, right? Mm-hmm. The Tony Gwynn's of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because this is not like it's the first time this has been happening. No, like, it, 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 historically. They've been stealing signs forever. forever but however. But electronically stealing but, signs. That's nasty. But how, however, Kyle Ripken and Tony Gwynn has been reported as not wanting to know. Yeah. Ken Griffey, senior and junior, yeah. those guys did not want to know. Right. You know. Right. Um, and and, and I'll, I'll, I want to say this before we, we um, you know, cut the break. Mm-hmm. But now – what comes back into play? Pete Rose. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. You know, he, he's been banned to never make the Hall of Fame. That's right. Right? Although he never did anything wrong as a player. Right. His was only as right. a manager. Right. Bet on his team to win, by the way. Right? Just sure. for the record. Never bet to, for the news. That's right. Always <laughs> to win. That's right. However, 
What yeah. happens there? I mean, are we going to finally loosen those strings a little bit? And you'll see also there are people saying that, you know, knowing whether the pitch is coming or not is not an advantage. Um, but I heard Pete say today it is it is absolutely an advantage knowing the pit, I, what pitch is coming. I've never heard of Who said that? Who well, said that? You it's can, not an advantage. You, gotta, you can look it up and read. There's this people saying this, this people saying that. And it, it's a thinking man's game, right? So if the pitch is coming, you got to be thinking, oh, is this thing going to break or is it not going to break? There are some people that are saying it's not an advantage. Some people are saying Pete Rose himself, the greatest hitter ever alive, no, says it is an advantage. It, well, it's a huge I advantage. Agree, I agree. It's a, it's it's a, a huge, huge advantage. advantage. And, and I never even played baseball at that level at all. Oh, I, no. I, didn't, I didn't even play junior high baseball. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I know for a fact that if I know that it's going to come straight down the middle, yes, I at least know where I need to swing. Of course. You know, of course. so uh, – all right. Well, okay. you know, I, like I more said, more on that. More on that to come. Next time. More on that to come. Okay. So perfect. Uh, up next, guys, about to wrap up the show, yep. and it's going to be our normal weekly segment of this week in sports history. Ding. So, correct. Come on back and finish the show with us. Want to know where the best spots to dine and relax in the woodlands are, or what's happening in your favorite fandom? From taste buds to the kingdom of geekdom, Woodlands Online has you covered. Woodlands Online, the place for local takes. All right, we're back this week in sports. So I'm going to do two and you're going to do two, right? That's correct. That's how we're doing it. That's how we normally close our show out. That's right. And I'm going to start. All right. I like it. So in 1952, Stan Musel. Okay. Okay, baseball player. Okay. Good baseball player, too. Wait, but before you finish this, I got a question for you. Okay. Did he play with Doc Bruder? No, he didn't play with Doc Bruder. Okay, he didn't play with Doc Bruder. Smart Alec. Doc, Doc was older than this. Well, well, Doc has to, he has to make Stan, appearance on our show. Yes, every, you're right. So like you it. didn't work Doc in, I had to work him in. <laughs> Stan Musil got paid the highest range of a player agreed to a contract for $85,000. Oh, wow. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Pennies compared to what these guys Pennies. are making. That's that's dinner for a four four of your best buds yeah. as a as a major league player today. And hey, you got some guys that might make that almost every game. Ugh, that's disgusting. And uh, but he had to get approval, huh? Yeah, he had to get approval from uh, from the league to to be granted eighty five thousand. <laughs> so, all right, wow, you're all right. Okay, I got one. Yes, two thousand nineteen. Okay, right around the corner. Go to stay guard, uh, Stephen Curry. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, First player in NBA history to hit eight plus three pointers in three consecutive games. Um, he went nine for seventeen in threes in a game. Um, beat the uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans. Uh, one forty seven to one forty. Uh, and then on a quick little side note okay. to add on to, okay. to that, Steph. Uh, both teams combined for NBA record of forty three three pointers in that game. Holy moly! Yeah, yeah. And that's the most ever. NBA record, 43 three-pointers between those two. The final score was 147 to 140. <laughs> I was about to say, oh, my God, yeah. that was a high-score game. It was. It Dang. was. I mean, I, I, that's more points than they score in the NBA All-Star game. And they don't play defense in that game. That sounds like the Lady War Eagles a couple weeks ago. Mm. They were scoring a whole bunch of points. Speaking of, mm. it's a game in Memphis, Tennessee, the high school girls game, yeah. ended a couple nights ago. Oh, You want to know the, host, the score? Yes. The final score? Yes. 110. Wait for it. Uh, 
two points. Uh, what? 110 to two points. Oh, that's just terrible. Yes. All my friends back home sent it to me. They were like, you got to talk about it on your show. I that's said, terrible. I will make sure that yeah, I worked that good in. Good call. Good so, call. That, oh, that's crazy town. And don't forget, and we're running close to running out of time, but don't forget that um, tomorrow night, uh, the Highlanders and uh, Woodlands uh, are in a college park. Yeah. They are playing Tomorrow night, that's right. Eric Endicott is announcing. announcing it. Woodlands Online is filming that game, so go and fill up the the auditorium. I love it. Cheer on some good Woodlands. There it is. High school yeah. basketball, or listen to Woodlands Online and, and, you, and listen to they're Eric. Streaming, they're streaming. Ah, that's right. Bam, bam. Okay, all right. Number two. Yes, for all you Houston Rockets fans, Mister Harden is the first player to score in back to back games. Fifty-five plus game plus points. Okay, in back-to-back games. First time. First time since since Wilt the still Chamberlain oh, wow. in sixty-two. Wow, long time, long time. So yeah, so Mister Harden was took it to the house twice, twice back to back. I mean, he's he's one of the Two. he's one of the Rockets' favorites. I mean, last night watching the game, I mean, he's they're, they're double teaming him right when he crosses half court. <laughs> I was like, oh man. He's that good. He is. That where good. other professionals, like, I can't guard you by myself. No, right. I need help. Please help me. Please help me. So, all Mr. right. Mr. Harden's going to run up. All right, here we go. So, <laughs> here's one. Yes. Uh, yes. You know. I'm uh, excited about this. This is going to be, this is funny. So, in 1981, mm. uh, boxer Leon Spinks. Leon Spinks. Right? A boxer. <laughs> right? I mean, uh, world-renowned boxer. Won a, a lot of good fights. Had a big old gap in his But he won a lot of fights. He did. Correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, he so, did. you know, because I was I was only four years old at the time, Scott. Uh, so I was 10. I, you were. <laughs> so that's why I'm leaning on you. That's so right. he was a good boxer. Absolutely. Okay. Well, he was mugged. Oh. And his assailants <laughs> not only took his wallet, <laughs> but they also... Took his gold teeth. Yes, they did. They took the man's gold teeth. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It it says he was a heavyweight Uh, boxing champion. So, he won fights in the weight ring, but he couldn't win them outside the ring. Well, you know, there's a lot of factors that could have happened then. You know. He had a gun. But well, yeah, and then you're not going to fight. You can't, no, gun. you don't bring fists to a gunfight. But imagine somebody sticking the gun, taking your wallet, and then they walk off and they turn back around. And say, Wait a minute, give me them gold teeth. That's right. That's what they did. They took his gold teeth. Yep. Wow. Mm. Poor Leon. Yeah, poor Leon. They're probably 24 karat gold too. They probably were. Mm. And back then in '81, that's right. was high commodity. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. So Leon, we hope you got your teeth back. <laughs> <laughs> and. uh we we actually we want to thank everybody for uh, we want to thank David Mills for showing up tonight yes. talking about the foundation the Great Hills Foundation. David Don't forget January twenty fifth uh, we will be at um, Lake Creek High School. Thank you Lake Creek High School and we will be having a great time nine thirty ten thirty kickoff time. Yes. The gates open at nine thirty so be there. Come uh, hang out with come us. Come hang out with us. Yeah, because Mick and Brew are going to be there. Yeah, we're going to have mics. We're going to be interviewing. Wicked, wicked. Yeah, yes. so we're going to be having a good time. You might and, get up in the booth and take over a little bit. What? I might. I might have to. Jiggy J might come back. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to catch you next week on the Fallout. And um, we're going to have more good stuff. To- oh, we're going to even have football after February 8th, baby. We got brand new football coming. XFL. Yeah. And the Houston Roughnecks. So we're going to yeah, be talking yeah. about that. We 
And we never going to run out of football. Never. Baby. We got uh, South County Pines. Uh, oh, yeah. Announcements. It, it just keeps going. It keeps going. It keeps going. We love it. And we're going to have a couple of special guests. Mm. We're not going to announce it. No, no we're not. We're going to surprise them, Scott. And um, if you, uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to do that. That's going to be next week. We're going to have a great time this week just trying to gather all that good information. Yes. So be back with us next week. We thank you very much. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and Woodland, go to the Woodlands online page under sports media. You're going to find us there. Like us. And then uh, we'll see you next week on the weekly fallout with Mick and Brew. Sounds great. Sounds great.